1: Coming up on this week's episode of Ask Women, we have Heather McDonald in the studio. You probably know her from Chelsea Lately. I don't know, if she has a show on Comedy Central. She's pretty famous and she's pretty cool. And she's in the studio with us. And we're breaking down what modern masculinity means. What it means to be a man, what it means to be masculine. We also, you know, get some serious topics out there. We talk about Donald. Trump and not about his politics but about his masculinity. We talk about being sexually assaulted and what that means and how women handle those things. It's a pretty serious episode but obviously extremely entertaining because Heather McDonald is a comedian, Christian is a kind of comedian, and I'm freaking funny. So keep listening to this week's episode.
0: Welcome to Ask Women. I'm Kristen Carney, a comedian it's and hard, host right? here with Marnie Kinra. She's owner of winggirlmethod.com. We have our voice of man back with us today, who was with us another episode, Mike Falzone. And I want to say calzone because they're delicious, but I'm sure you're just as delicious. Look at sure. you flirting. Maybe if he wasn't married, this would be something. Nah, you'd have to cut your hair. You'd <laughs> oh, have I to cut his hair.
2: any of that. Yeah, so I don't, <laughs> I, think think it it won't I don't
0: think it's a match. And we have the very funny, very talented, juicy scoop host and comedian Heather McDonald. Thank you. Thanks for coming. You've Thanks been on our show before.
3: Yes, yeah, a while ago. Yeah, it was
0: a very long time ago. A yeah. very long time ago. And you were so funny. Ago. Thank you. Yeah, it's like it's just weird that we have guests that are now coming back from years past. I know exactly. Like that's how long
1: we've been doing and we're it. We're really old. I feel really Kind of cool right now being at Dash, because the other places that we were at, um no, they were very different. But there's like you can smell smoke and cigarettes, and like a little bit of pot here. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, all right. <laughs> like I'm just realizing that right now, but it's a very different environment here. Um, <laughs> but it feels a little bit like hipper, like there's like an R and B bus outside.
0: I agree. Like, I
1: was, I was impressed.
0: Yeah, been um, <laughs> up in
1: this joint.
3: I
0: really feel hip I was. in this. I was literally in this yeah, joint. Yeah,
3: absolutely. I totally fit in in this urban <laughs> <Nice>. environment.
1: <laughs>
0: um, so
1: I I wanted to talk about today um, something that I th- I think Heather's gonna be able to speak to really strongly, and I hope that Kristen will also have a voice in this. And Mike, nope. you keep us on track as the man. Your your job is to be the voice of man today. So somebody wrote into me a couple of days ago, um, and this question I'm gonna read in a second, but it, it, it's a, it's a tough question to talk about, but I would love to hear. Your honest views. Okay, so the question is, what do you ladies think of Donald Trump? Not his politics, but the way that he is with people and especially women. I've seen a lot of dating coaches praising him, and it's leading a lot of men to think that being a man means chauvinistic and aggressive. Would love to
0: hear your thoughts, Louie. Well, first of all, don't take a style. That's number one. (laughs) You don't want to be orange and look like him. He's not an attractive man. (laughs) Right. But what do you think?
1: Because this is this is a huge thing right now because the, he is somebody who is now president. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to admit he is quite charismatic. He used certain tactics that I have seen from a lot of other people who are pickup artists that are persuasive tactics for oh, communication. Oh really? Like wait, what oh, he what, uses? What, tell me one. know to, hypnosis. A in all of his speeches, oh really? Oh, a ton of things, a whole bunch of NLP. That's juicy. Yeah, so he does a lot. He does a lot of stuff. That like, it, tell me some of the things. Oh god, so um, even the way that he was testing out different names for Hillary Clinton to see what people would respond to, and he would like, uh, what did he call her? Uh, well, he called her. Um, like lying. lying. Crooked crooked, crooked, crooked crooked Hillary, but he, he, he split tested against something else to see what people would respond to. And he would then back it up with some information, even the way that he says, my friend told me this, or they're they're all different hypnosis and NLP techniques that people that, that are, are, um, parts of powers of persuasion. What is
0: NLP? Wow. That is really interesting.
1: Programming. Right.
0: Yeah. yeah. That's really so cool. So I
1: notice it because in, in my community right. a lot of people who are pickup artists do tap into these resources for mm. good and evil. Um but then actually I was watching a Bill Maher episode and they had a hypnosis specialist come onto the show who wow. was break I forget exactly what was said. Well I'm breaking uh, it down. I have met Donald
3: Trump. Really? Yes, and not probably the situation that you would think. Right. Um, so my son is plays golf, and about two years ago. How old is your son? He's 14. Oh wow. So about two years ago, um, there was they were going to have the Junior PGA West or something at Donald Trump's club in. Um, Palos Verdes. Okay. And so somehow the team that he's playing, that he was playing on in, in Tarzana, no fancy place, but um, they were like, oh, they, they, whoever wants to go, you're going to have to miss school, but you can go and you um, are going to meet Donald Trump and take a picture with Donald Trump. So I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. So we took, so I took Drake out of school and I went, normally my husband does all this, so I go and I went to the Palos Verdes Country Club and it was a little more gaudy than the other country clubs. <laughs> like, oh, I right. can imagine. We went around later and there was like this like rock formation, like something you'd see in like a grotto, like a Vicky right. Goulbasson from Real Housewives. I see like a grotto thing. And there was like some like gold uh, there everywhere. There was some gold. It was a little... How was Trump not typical. Italian? It, I don't know. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know. Um, so my son, maybe because he was the tallest, he got chosen to hand him the shirt, the Trump shirt with the PJ. Drew. So that was kind of cool. So we took a picture. Then later on when we were playing golf... I saw him again And I was like oh and he was like how you guys doing I'm like oh this. thank you You know, My son gave me the shirt and I'm like we love The Apprentice Because we did we'd watch The Apprentice They gave him a shirt with his own name
2: on it Yeah, And he was (laughs) like
3: super excited He's like
1: thank you (laughs) That's
3: funny Um, So anyway I mean I was just sort of excited But I was like then when all this stuff came out I was like god what if on that day He was like what's up with your mom (laughs) You know like what if there was something going on but um no, I mean he was I, I think everybody that's met him in those situations says that he was real that he was really nice. But you know what when people say that about stars and stuff like nicest guy in the world, waited on, couldn't be nicer. Why the fuck wouldn't you be nice? Right. right. Why yeah. are people so surprised that really <laughs> successful rich people know how to treat to put a waiter Decently, like why is that such <laughs> a surprise? There are, because, you like
0: you the be because there are people like the Kardashians. That's I think where, they, I think they probably treat waiters very nicely I would think they oh, would yes, well, they do. Would they be, no, they, they're demanding. No, no they don't. No. I, are you? You I, know, firsthand. That probably. would I, I, I do if actually that's
3: know firsthand. Yeah. I do actually know firsthand because I am. No, it sounds like I'm brat. You no, know, uh, I mean I live in. I've known Chris for ten years. Okay. okay. So, but they, they are, at, and you watch it on the show. And maybe, you know, that they, they are polite as they you are, should they're be. Gracious and, I think people. All, and I think sometimes you're more gracious. polite. I think sometimes really? you're more polite yes. to the valet and everything because you are a celebrity and you are being watched. Yes. I mean, like, me asking for this water made me a little nervous. <laughs> <because> <laughs> me not being you able to get 12, you that water made me Twitter a little bit nervous. Because it's like, water. oh, how they're in her fucking water. Because <laughs> I'm so scared that, like, being, and also being a female comic, like, I'm always like, when I go to the clubs and stuff, I, I get in the car with the PR person and I'm like, all right, we've got three hours to kill. And I ask them who's nice, who's the asshole, right. and I know who is. So I'm always like, I'll ask my person. friends, like, oh, has anyone ever said, you know, and they're like, no, no, everyone says you're really nice. I'm like, God, thank God, because <laughs> I'm like, you know, I want to make sure, but sometimes you do get off a plane and your car isn't there and you're tired. And it's, and sometimes you're telling me about someone behaving badly and I, I've, stuck up for the community and be like, you know, you don't know, this could have been his fourth weekend in a row.
1: Ooh. Yeah. On uh, no sleep. Yeah. That- and like,
3: if he was a little bit, but it's like sometimes the little bit of fame that you have sometimes doesn't, uh, doesn't allow me to be the bitch I deserve to be <laughs> right. on occasion. You know what I mean? On occasion. But anyway, he was nice. I have so no fame your, and I am
1: being a bitch and so, I am loving so it. So getting
3: back to your thing about yeah. that persuasion, the, the pickup thing. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think some people, well, I think all those things that have come out about him were not surprising.
1: No. Do you think it's sending the wrong message to a lot of men about what being masculine is? Because, listen, if you look at Trump, forget politics, for any any of those things that he said, uh, whatever viewpoint you have, he is somebody who has married beautiful women, who has been surrounded by beautiful women, who gets what he wants, who has a lot of power. He, He has what most people would love to have with this personality and with this way of being. so for men they they can listen to this show or listen to other pickup artists with great intentions and say, "Screw that, I'm not gonna have integrity, and I'm not gonna speak with authenticity. I'm gonna speak like that guy, which I actually think is he's really honest he puts whatever honesty he feels in that moment may not be the same moment that happens an hour later, but right. in that moment he puts that out there. <laughs> um, but so for them they're thinking, this is what gets girls. That's what gets quality women. So it what do you think about that? Is that true? Do well, women well, really respond to that? At that point, I don't
2: well right? I don't know. Is Melania like,
1: not a quality woman? Well
2: is your ideal thing to be rich and divorced like five times? Right. But he's rich like, he's rich the, and
1: married and now the president of the United States.
2: Yeah now he These is are, but like you don't know anything about like <laughs> Raising raising
3: boys that are seeing this happen, and you know, 14 and 10. Um, when when the the stuff came out, it was interesting because right before, like, as my son entered eighth grade this year, I went into his room and I was like, you know, everyone's gonna make a big deal about how tall you are and you've changed a lot this summer, and I go, and the girls' bodies are gonna change too. And I go, and you are never going to talk about their figures at school. You're not going to text your friends. You're not going to talk to your friends over the thing while you play the video games. <laughs> I said, if you want to talk about their bodies, your friend comes into your room. You make sure your younger brother isn't around, and you talk about it. I go because that, yeah, that is not right. So then, when the Donald Trump stuff came out, I felt like fucking like mom. Oh, sorry, we can't. No, say swear, swear. Okay. I felt like mom of the year because. Then when that stuff came out, I go, Did you hear what Donald Trump said? Now I thought this was the end of the career. Okay. So yeah. <laughs> what right. see
0: when you talk gross like that, it's over. You, you threw in the you president. Pig, <laughs> you become president. Yeah. Yeah. Well that's what's crazy, is like Billy Bush yeah. gets fired, Donald Trump becomes president. Oh, no,
3: Billy Bush gets fired and gets twenty million. So yeah. again, that's also great things happen. That's true. You know, even Roger Ailes walked away with who knows how oh, much God, money. Yes. But um but in that he was My son was like, "Yeah, that's really gross. Like, who talks like that?" You know. And then sometimes I'll read a a letter that came in for me uh, about sexual harassment. Someone's been writing me letters, and this girl will tell me a story of this gross thing that happened to her. But because of my podcast, she has strength to say, "You're disgusting," and took this gross um, guy's—he was a cab driver—took his uh, license plate down. And as I was reading it, my boys were like, ew, who does that? I go, exactly. So I think if you're okay. like raised and you have the knowledge to know, just like how you can raise a non racist child, you can raise a child who's mm. open to um, love of any kind. You know, they don't, it, it, I found it to be so incredibly easy. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's like, we could, ch- you can change, you could change something in a generation yeah, so I easily. And I think you-, you can change men in a generation that they know now. That that is not cool and it's not – they're learning now. They're starting to learn now. Like I'm even like, look, I know my kid's going to see porn soon or if he hasn't already seen it. But I kind of say, look, you're going to see stuff and your friends are going to show you stuff. And I just want you to know that that is not necessarily what women want and that is not love and like you need to
0: respect a I'm going to wait or, 10 years and marry your son. I'm yeah. making the best – I'm creating the best son. Yeah.
3: I would, you know what I'd like to do? Is, wait now are you having girls or boys? What do you
0: have? I can't boys. remember. You have
3: boys. Okay. Well, if they're gay. But I'm trying to find <laughs> friends of mine that are having girls that are about like six or seven years younger than my sons that I would like to and bring back arranged marriage. Yeah. yeah. Bring back arranged marriage. You so are we, so old school. It's we can, so funny. But then we can be like fun grandparents together. Like I know that they were raised well. I right. know these little whores didn't come from you know. <laughs> I know they're good girls. We can all go on vacation together. None of us are weird. None of us are gonna be the you know the asshole grandparent right sounds amazing but for other people
0: they're probably thinking like why why can't i talk that way it's fun. so before I, we I, because sp- i think you're gonna if you do talk that way you can attract people but i think you're gonna attract the wrong people but well, how
1: is the wrong person if they resonate with that actually on the last show that we had mike was talking about if i'm gonna put something out there and somebody's not gonna resonate with it they're not for me so, but the same thing is, if I'm gonna put this out there, it feels right for me. And then but wait, are you talking
3: about when he's talking about grab the pussy and all that stuff? Like all
1: that stuff. Like, but for- he was He doesn't
3: say that to women. Right. He's not saying no, that to he women. He it. was talking because he likes to be Dudes grandiose and get like and get this audience, and he was getting a great reaction. Right. If Billy Bush would have been like, "Hey, dude, enough." He would have been like, you know, I'm kidding. And then he would have changed the subject. And then tweeted about it But it just it kept going. It just kept going and going and going. Right. And, you But know- you were
1: telling this story before we uh, got on the air about, you know, this one woman who was in the office. And she, as many women are, yeah. um, some women aren't bothered by this. Some women mm-hmm. are bothered by it. Mm-hmm. But where she felt subjected to have to listen to this kind right. of locker room talk because she was an assistant or somebody yes. where she felt directly insulted bit. Couldn't say anything because that could jeopardize her job. Mm-hmm. Well, I, th- I I think that um,
3: you should respect that. I, I think there's it, there's different rules for the workplace. Okay, I really do, and I, I and I think it's different when you're in a writer's room and you're all on and you're all writers because there is the the Friends and the freedom the Friends case based on the Friends sitcom that it, someone in the writer's room that was an assistant said she was offended by the talk and um, the talk that happened in the writer's room and she tried to file a lawsuit. It went all the way to the Supreme Court and they said the uh-huh. writer's room is a safe place for people to talk and be creative. So that's one thing. But when it is the office place and there is one person who is clearly the superior and someone who is not and then you're subjected to it while you're trying to do your job, I do think it's wrong. It's like save that for the bar. Right. Save it for the club. What You don't need to... And, and the other thing is, would you be talking like that if your sister and mom were there? yeah right. you know so I way you as would. a woman
1: like let's say there was a single woman in the office, um hearing men who do talk like that is that a turn on or a turn off? I know that if I saw my husband engage in that kind of conversation, I would think less of him, absolutely, yeah, but I think there are some women who and i and I'm actually not as offended by a lot of things that could be pursued or uh seen as sexual harassment in an office, I would join in with a lot of the conversation, mm-hmm. but there are, there is certain conversation that if I saw somebody that I had been attracted to, if they participated, that I, I would be uninterested. So I, I guess my point is, is that it's different for every single woman. Right. And I mean, woman. and with the locker room talk, it was locker room talk, whatever. Yeah. It,
3: you know, it, no, he wasn't saying it, Trump. He was not saying it, it while his secretary was typing in right. a queue. He was doing it with a He friend. was doing it with a guy. He wasn't doing it in the office. It, look, if I, if I ever eat, Conversation I had with my girlfriends—we've talked about penis oh, yeah. size, and we've evaluated guys in not a flattering way. Right. So I don't expect Grab men. By the dick.
0: Yeah, That's I don't. What we said, yeah, right? Grab yeah. By I'm the
3: going dick. out for some fresh dick tonight? Are you <laughs> grabbing by the dick? Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> no. But I mean, it's it's true that you know.
2: Um, I'm so unbelievably offended. Right
3: <laughs> <me>. <laughs> because but but don't I mean, have we a certainly dick. like we certainly don't t- talk about men in the utmost respectful way no. behind closed doors, and I have to say it's stand communion I get away with a lot more talking about my husband than I believe a male comedian could talk about his wife. Right. Absolutely. Because yeah. guys sometimes have a much better sense of humor about that. At least my husband does. But the husbands come up, the wife will go, your husband is just like my husband. We were, And he was dying laughing. <laughs> and I was like, God, I feel like maybe, God, guys do have a, a maybe a tougher skin because like, you know, if a man you ever said, oh, so my, my wife's gained a few pounds since we've gotten married, people would be yeah women would lose their freaking oh, yeah. mind mm-hmm. but i say
2: unless there was a really good punchline
3: yeah but the, yeah, my, yeah. My, my i'll say something similar to that or my son will be like oh my god <laughs> dad look at the way you're sitting you look like you have three chins and my husband just laughed and but my sons uh, would you never cry. say that to me. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And they know. I think one time they joked and did see me cry. Like JK JKJ, JK, JK <laughs> mom. JK JK <laughs> Mom. Don't cry, don't cry, Mom, don't cry. So, DC, DC. Yeah, I definitely think we're never and I and I think that's the thing is like we're never going to be completely equal. It's impossible and it shouldn't be that way because we are two different entities. Like yeah. there were two different things. Like we're we're always a woman is always gonna, like I was saying to my my son was like, oh, what's your biggest fear one day to me? And I go, it's always that one of you guys would get kidnapped. But to be quite honest, now that my son is over six feet, that's, he's not gonna. I'm dead. not. Yeah, he's a he's past the cute kidnapping age. He's yeah. He's physically getting too big. But my stepdaughter, who's barely five four, and even if she was six one, it wouldn't matter because she's a woman. I would will, and I said I will worry about her more in that respect will you get hit by a car will you do something stupid with your mountain bike will you right. you know take drugs and kill yourself yeah all those fears i'll always have but the yeah. one of just someone physically being able to capture you and hurt you after a certain age
1: that's not a fear you have as a, as
2: why don't you a have women will always as a have bodyguard a for the other you get the tall one oh, to yeah. watch out for the small one. Yeah.
1: Well, what I'm learning from this conversation is that it's every indiv- individual is different. And so, so Louie who had initially asked the question about Trump and him being like the new poster child for masculinity, I, I don't, I don't think that he is going to be. I think that everybody is still hopefully going to go in the direction that feels right to them. But knowing from the majority of women that are that are out there who were a little bit outraged by a lot of these things that do happen. In your own private setting, you can do whatever you want, but actively and openly uh, objectifying <laughs> women I mean, is not really the best tactic to use for approaching too. and picking up And women.
0: it's also the easy route. You're yeah. taking that route because you don't want to work hard on having a good personality and right. just winning people over naturally. But the things to take away from like
1: his personality yeah. are being sure of yourself, confident. <laughs> yeah, I, would say, I would never ask sure. Trump, I think a Trump, Trump a question so where he'd say, I don't know. Like he would say... I know this is the answer, and that, that's also attractive.
3: the what, what The only thing is like the Twitter account. Like I feel like Ivanka is like the voice of reason. And why can't she convince him to stop because tweeting she or to have built her? <laughs> but that's
1: that's the thing that's attractive too. It's like you're still you're living by your rules. That's what's always been attractive about the bad boy. It's like you're doing your own thing. There are elements to him that I under I understand. Can I yeah. ask
2: you it's a question? Yes. Who looks at who says the president of the United States is the poster child for sexual what like who looks at that and it's like that's what you got to be like who's yeah, you know? I don't this
3: is the first time I've heard of it so yeah. like who is no one saying like, what
2: he was saying cuz there was a lot of experts <laughs> who were like who were oh.
3: praising
1: him for the way that he carries himself as a man and, mas- and the masculinity he
2: projects I think it's just confidence He's man just confident? it's just like I, I feel that
3: like in every president like i felt like i felt like romney was like really uh regal and charming and looked amazing for 65 because it's mormon that's what happens when you don't drink or have coffee i mean it looks like he's like 50 and he's gotta be like 68 now but like he he seemed really charming and masculine and obama seemed like totally charming and, yeah. and so i i kind of even there's t- different ways bush, yeah bush clinton they all i feel like if you're running for president and you're gonna win there you've got to have Some charm and some confidence. confidence, You're running for. Otherwise, the people that don't don't. You're not gonna win. Yeah, you don't win. So I don't necessarily
2: think it's that. But um, I always thought like during the presidency, if Hillary was like, you know how he would get on her for like not smiling and shit like that. Who Clinton? You mean? No, no, no. no. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, When Trump would get on Hillary, Uh right? Like you don't smile enough, or you seem like shrill, or whatever. I think if. It, one press conference, if she turned around and she was like, Yeah, I don't smile that much. I'm trying to run the fucking country. If she said that oh, one I time, I would have liked her 10 times like, more. I'm like, Holy shit. Well, she did
3: that one time when she, oh, was she like, did? Yeah, I was preparing. Oh, that's I a planned
1: good. She did it. Oh, yeah. I she had some that. moment
2: and she liked to laugh all the time. <laughs> yeah. I think you got to throw an F bomb in there every once in a while. Though. Yeah. No one's prepared for it. Well,
3: like, that's why I think it's drop Well, that's too- why Joe Biden would have absolutely won had they let or I don't know if they were letting him win or he decided not to run because the best part of Joe Biden was when he said to Obama and it got caught on tape about him getting uh, caught on audio about him uh, passing through um, the Obama Medi-Cal whatever you call it, Obamacare, why can't I think of it, Obamacare, and he goes, congratulations, this is a big fucking deal. (laughs) And I just was like, I just
2: was like, yeah. Like yes. you like too, them more
3: because they're real. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, that's. I mean, I think once Hillary lost, everyone was like, shit, because <laughs> absolutely he would have won. I mean, he was only seventy-three. People said that he didn't because um, he felt he was too old, or people thought he was too old. I was like, well, she was seventy, and yeah, they're old. and, and Trump is seventy. I mean, it is not, not my ideal. My ideal, my ideal age of a president is fifty-seven. Yes. I think so too. A nice late
0: well, 50s, but it's good no. that we Trump's eight 70 because we have the risk of him possibly passing away. I mean, I'm not <laughs> super political. I like whatever, but that anyway, I don't like to Trump. Like, I want you jokes. back
1: on The Apprentice. <laughs> I don't want you as president. Anyway, we're gonna take a break and we're gonna come back and we're gonna talk about uh, long-term relationships and cool. why attraction fizzles. So we we'll back after this. Hey, you. This is Marnie, and thanks for listening to the Ask Women podcast. Hey, do me a favor. Take a quick moment to give us some feedback on our iTunes page. We'd really love to know what you think of us. And also, give us five stars, just because. <laughs>
0: Hey guys, welcome back. <laughs> we are talking politics, kind of, on the show, which we have never, ever, no. ever done before. So we're gonna switch topics. Yes, it really wasn't because politics. It no. Wasn't, oh. no, it was not. You're but right. But
3: that's what's kind of cool is I'm, like you can talk about politics. Like let's talk about like the relationships and the dynamics of of the. You know, that's what I like to talk about. Yeah, you know, like, why
1: people are attractive and why yeah. you want to vote for something, because like, that is a part of that's a part of attraction. It's part right. of why you do things, of who you listen to, and if you can take in some of the elements of the political figures that are out there, embody them in the positive way that you want to, then you can be extremely charismatic in your dating life, in your relationship, in meeting women, in meeting men. So I I think it's a wonderful topic that we to discuss for the first half, and threw a little bit of politics in there, and made Kristen uncomfortable, which I liked. Yes, yes, yes. which I liked. But I do want to talk about long-term relationships. We have a newly married man Ooh, right over here, two weeks in. Congratulations! Yes, so but we Aww, have the, the three of us have <laughs> yes. have been, had been in longer-term relationships, different you know long mm-hmm. de- uh, lengths for each of us. But I know because a lot of guys write into me asking, you know. I've been dating this woman for this number of years or married her for this number of years. Why have things suddenly changed? Why isn't she attracted to me? How do I get that back? And I know that that can happen to people who are dating for three months and it can suddenly change for a year and a half, for 10 years, for 15 years. Why why do you think that things do change? What happens in relationships? Do you look at men differently, or what, what happens? I just think it's just how gross
3: guys can get. <laughs> like the farting and the burping. And me too. And thinking it's so funny. <laughs> and you can be like me that's like in it to win it, and like really uh, a Catholic who just, I'm like, I know... I know it's not that great out there, and I make it work. <laughs> um, so I'm just gonna walk out of the room. Sometimes I get mad. Sometimes I'm like, I know he's trying to get a rise out of me, you know. But yeah, in that moment, no, I don't want to fuck you. Like, no, I don't want to hop on like your grossness and just right. like and the sounds and the sleep. It's like oh, oh. <laughs> like a coughing and like just uh, that? people are disgusting. But we can still go out to dinner. And you can like wear a cute apple. We've got some Christmas parties to go to. We can have some drinks. We can lift it home. Yeah. And we can get it on then. So I
1: think the attraction can It can still be there.
3: It's provided you don't completely let yourself go.
1: Right. Is that? Do you think that is what happens with most people? They completely let themselves go? Yes. And I think there's some
3: people that get... I think there's some women that get so disgusted by those little things. And then there's other things too. That then they get to a place of no return. Yeah, they cannot yeah. come back. They're so turned off. Well, can
1: we talk about those things a yeah. little bit? Because I, w- I want to hear about what those things would be. Because I'm sure you, each, each of you have a friend who has I mean, gone yeah, that. I
3: have a lot of friends who've gotten divorced. I mean, sometimes it's, I always feel like the thing that, um, when people can't make it work, is and, the, and then the people that do get back together, I think that's crazy when someone when a couple gets divorced, well, it's it like gets they're back. admitting, like
0: no one else is out, like there's no one but, but I also like.
3: think those people had either both a friendship, a funness about them, and a passion. They may have wanted to kill each other, right? But like it's the people that just don't care anymore, like completely, like one is they don't have fun anymore, they don't have a, a, a funness about each other in a friendship. Mm -hmm. It's like as long as you can have the friendship and still enjoy a number of things together, even if that romance part dies down or even if you have like a hard thing to go through, a parent dies, something that just is a big bummer in your life that's Mm going to weigh on the fun of your relationship. If you can get past that time... Because you have a true friendship, you know, and fun, you can you can get
2: back there, and, and, and a then willingness he, to keep working on it. Too. Yeah, like it doesn't just get to a certain. I've been married for two weeks, so yeah, I can't. Yeah, yeah, the veteran. Yeah, but you've here. been with
1: her for five years, right? Exactly. So.
2: But like it never stops. Like you're always working on stuff together, you know? Yeah. And well, I think can you tell people, me more
1: about what working on it means? Because like I don't think a lot of people understand. I think it's just like
2: doing the work to put yourself aside and make sure that both of the people are happy. Like if somebody needs something that you're not giving them, they're gonna get bored and they're gonna bounce you know and it's how so like, how
1: do you find out what they need you, and talk, like, let's, you look, talk and you listen and let's say that person doesn't know what they need
2: uh well then that's work that they have to do themselves and you just have to be there while they you know figure it out or we not or
3: their space i think compliments are extremely important and necessary on both sides mm-hmm.
0: i do too especially if i really you need do that. too
3: yeah i yeah. mean it's just and let them know like you know i we had I don't mean to brag, but we have a uh, pre-lit Christmas tree, and we had one for like 10 years. And after about 10 years, there's like a strip of lights that don't work. And they're like, "Well, what do you really do? Because it's like is stuck. It's stuck in the thing. So we we dealt with it last year by adding extra lights. So I said. Can you can you please get a new pre lit light tree? <laughs> and I came home and they, my husband and my boys had put up the pre lit t- tree. They'd brought in all the ornaments so that I could decorate it with my kids. And I was like, wow. That really made me happy, and mm. I was like, "Thank you so, like, yeah. thank you so much." Like, I, I didn't mean. have to ask three times. I didn't have to get in a fight about could we just add more lights to the tree that's on its last leg, right? Mm. Like, think, you know. So I think even though it's not something super, it wasn't a pair of diamond earrings, but like if someone makes an effort, like if your wife or girlfriend makes a good dinner, don't be like, "Oh, it's a lot of dishes this dinner yeah. or Like, or if the husband makes the dinner and the witch, the wife is like. So he made dinner for me. Oh, that's so nice. Oh, I mean, you have no
2: idea what the kitchen looked like after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You're, like, you're like, what? do that. That's yeah. so bitchy. That's like, what I'm saying about putting yourself yeah. aside. It's like your your boys and your husband, maybe the last thing they wanted to do that week was go get another pre-lit Christmas tree, <laughs> right? They got a million other <laughs> things they'd rather be doing. They don't give a shit if one strip of lights is out. Right. But they did that because they knew it would make you happy. Right. And it's just figuring out those things and making the effort to, like, do that for each other.
3: Yeah. Well, let's, and letting let, them know that those little things make you so happy. Like, sometimes when you let your partner know, like, hey, you know... I am easy to please. All I wanted was this, you know?
1: So let's say that the guys listening are either married to a woman or dating a woman who makes a lot of requests. And they're having. Why are you pointing at me? I don't think that's very <laughs> like Christmas tree. There's <laughs> a lot of requests. I mean, water, <laughs> a Christmas tree. tree yeah, like you're high maintenance lady. Water. <laughs> yeah. But, like, let's say. For me, I, I know that I have a lot of things that I want to get done in the house. And I know Kristen's going to get annoyed with me because I've talked about this before about like my weekly meetings that I have with Jordan where because before I would toss things out at him. We both work from home. He'd walk in. i be like, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's all these things that are in my head that make me feel better when I get them out there for him felt very overwhelming and like a lot of daunting tasks. And then yeah. because of that, he didn't do any of it. <laughs> so then yeah. that pissed me off. Cause I'm like, I'm just saying really easy things to do. You just have to go up on a ladder and clean out the gutters and do like, but yeah. not, I'm just joking, but, but like really easy things in my mind to do. Cause I felt like I was doing so many things for the household. Right. So I got really frustrated and that caused a lot of frustration and tension well, definitely between
3: think, us. I think You know, resentment is like a really bad thing yeah. that if you start feeling resentful, Towards one, you know, each other or one of the spouses, because you feel like you are doing more. Whether it's bringing in more money or because you bring in more money, you expect that person to pick up everything else going on. Mm -hmm. Um, That can be a very dangerous road. Mm -hmm. Resentment. So, how
1: do you? Let's giving advice to the men who are listening for this show. How? What do you tell them to help do around the house? So, is there something that husband could do every week is there something that a boyfriend could do ever what what can be done to alleviate that what is amazing
3: is that you do learn as the years go by like there's things i've definitely learned and get to know my husband better like i remember we went this isn't this is just an example of one of the things that i've caught okay so we go to hawaii and i'm so excited we haven't been on a trip in a long time this is early in the marriage four year four maybe four or five and um, we had made dinner reservations for like eight thirty at night at this place. That was the only place, the only time we could get in. So we're drinking by the pool. We're drinking. We do. We have sex. He's asleep. I get all cute, and then I had to wake him up to go to dinner. It was the worst right? dinner ever. Yeah. <laughs> like, why the hell? Like, you know. And I'm like. You're ruining it. I'm crying. I'm like, what? what? Oh, I've done that too. Why? Why, you just why are you excited to have a dinner with me? Because yeah. I was freaking like blew a load and I'm sleeping. And I just, <laughs> we got up at 6 a.m. to get on this plane. Like, right. why are you being such an asshole? Right. Like, so then I learned that that was a lesson. I've never done that again. Like, right. we don't make too late. Hey, if, you have sex out? I, I, treat, sex I treat my husband, you know, like you would a toddler. Like, you know... If you've got a big party coming up that night, you've got to make sure that like either he doesn't go out the night before. Like now I put in the calendar. If we've got like a big wedding, I'm like or a big party. I'm like, let I put in the calendar, Peter doesn't drink that much. <laughs> no show the night before. Right. But, you know, and then or I would even try to get him down for a nap. <laughs> Just so you'd be, like, a delight. Like, your child would be a delight for a yeah. birthday party. But if they're overly tired, he's like, "Yeah, we're not staying that long. And I'm like, I, we haven't even left the house. I'm so excited to have my hair done. I'm like, what do you mean we're not staying that long? Like, right. No, we're not doing Uber. Oh, what? Now we're really not going to drink. <laughs> right, like, exactly.
1: What? So... You,
3: I now I do these little like planning things where I, I know
1: no but these are okay so wonderful things so let's say if in this magical world you didn't yeah. have to learn these things of four years of trial <laughs> and error what would be a way to learn these things before that let's say a man could express or a woman or just in general anybody could express I think you just really person. have
3: to communicate and read the signs because like if same thing with I've been the the person who's come home on a business trip and to a house full of people. And I'm like, are you I freaking kidding me? And then, but my husband was so lonely from being with the kids. And they had a pool party. And I was right. like, what? Like I'm being, and I was like, Oh my God, this is what happens when a stay at home mom, the husband finally comes home and she's like, okay, honey, you just got home from LX, but get yourself in the shower. We're going with the Joneses today. <laughs> no, I don't want to go to the Jones. Like, so I think a lot of that is like really communicating, really using an eye calendar. Or whatever mm. you use. Yeah. Like really knowing what everybody's thing is and talking about like what do we really want to do? You want to like say, okay, so you're down for doing this. Or I'll go, do you want to go to this party or should I take Liz, mm. you know? Yeah. And, and like, being okay yeah, with the response. This one, you could, you could take Liz to this. One. Yeah, I should take Liz. It's a hairdresser's party. It's going to be all women and gay guys. I don't need to drag <laughs> my husband there. We'll <laughs> have a much better time. And like, right. so it's like I think about those things and don't over, you know, I remember just one time like, my husband was like, "I can't sleep." Or so. early on, he went to the guest room, and we were newly married, and I was like, "Oh my God, it's it's starting now!" I'm like begging him to get back to me. <laughs> no, just let him go to the guest room. Like enjoy the bedroom by yourself. It wasn't even a fight. It was just like mm-hmm. he just I don't know. I was doing I was flip flopping or something, and it was just I. So I think don't be overly sensitive. Don't be overly dramatic. I think once you get married, and you're really you you really do want to stay married. You don't have as dramatic as fights as you have when you're dating. Because what are you going to do?
2: Like, go to the Marriott? Right. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like
1: where are you going to
3: go? You can't you leave.
2: Spend $125. You're going to pack thing. a bag? <laughs> exactly. <Would> you, really? <laughs> no, yeah. like that th- I think that's really later.
1: solid advice. And on the opposite end, to for, for, for men, I think that opening up their mouths a little bit more can be very helpful. So whether you're in the beginning stages of dating, like we had on uh, our, our show that Mike was on before, this one guy wrote in and said, I'm shy. Do I tell a woman that? and we we decided that yes you you do like at some point slip, slip that in that yes i am shy because a lot of women can uh misunderstand shyness for aloofness or rudeness right. or whatever so so opening up your mouth and sharing like i'm doing this because of x is really helpful especially when you don't understand the person
0: and they're nuances. Like for me, it'd be like I'm hiding um in the bathroom for the rest of the evening because I took my makeup off. Like yeah. that'd be like me in a new relationship because I'm like I can't. I will kill this relationship right now if right. I remove my eyebrows. But the, okay, so I was <laughs> right. But it's true. Like uh, I, I mean, that that for me is insecurity because I was I just got out of an eight year relationship and I was so comfortable with him. I could be super ugly and gross and smelly and just a dude basically and he was and i knew he thought i was really pretty regardless and that was really good that made me feel great and now that i'm dating i'm i'm just going oh my god when do i reveal the real me like what i look like without eyeliner yeah like and i really have no idea i'm afraid it will kill whatever like like, sexual attraction i
3: can't imagine that you look ugly without some mascara
0: Like, it's not great believe me i do very subtle makeup where you can't even really tell i'm wearing makeup
3: well, this is my suggestion for you. You think for you're
0: you. everybody? This is where, yeah. but here's my suggestion <laughs> for you.
3: Why don't you either dye your eyelashes or get eyelash extensions? I want to do that. Why don't you use some um, self-tanner Neutrogena for the face, and you're good to go. Yeah.
0: Nice. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, you're good to go. You, yeah. you, it's I need not, to be prepared it's now. Like,
3: I, I'm looking at you, and it's like, I understand if you had really bad skin that you felt conscious about covering up a blemish, but what are you talking about?
1: But this is the thing. These are. This is the thing. Like, you can you really look at think, anybody. Do you
3: really think a guy is going to breakfast with his friend and is like, I was really into this girl. And One, then two. I was like, holy <laughs> shit. Yeah, no eyebrows anymore. Your eyes
0: are blended into your cheek. Like, but it's the a same freaking thing, liquid liner, same bitch. Thing when you have a zit on I, your face. I only date gay men. But this is the thing that our brains
1: do to protect ourselves, right? Because it's easier to believe the negative or to go to the negative space and to think somebody's going to leave you or reject you or whatever. You have enough evidence out there that that's going to happen because it doesn't work out. So you go to the negative. If I yell at this man, he might leave me. If I do this and be bitchy and say what I really think, he may not like me. Same thing on the flip side for men. They have these fears. That's why opening your mouth is so much better. I was talking about it. We did a, a... he was a character called Fred on this show that he does for The Rock's uh, YouTube channel. And so we were talking yesterday when we were shooting here, um, and I was talking about in the beginning stages of dating my husband, I would wake up at 5 a.m. because I knew every morning I had to poop, like right away at 6.30, <laughs> I, I had I'm to. I'm so jealous. This and I is would, when you're dating? This is when we were dating the very uh. beginning. I first started sleeping over, and I would just like wake up thinking, I have to leave, but I can't leave at five o'clock in the morning. I know it's going to come soon. And he he may not even wake up. And uh, like, it made me so stressed and anxious Mm -hmm. and uncomfortable. And I did not want to do any of that in front of him. And as soon as he would wake up, I would like kiss him and say, I got to go and leave. And for him, he could have been like, eh, she's not really into, he could have interpreted any any other way that he wanted to, what was actually going on. Mm -hmm. Um, He's just really confident. So I didn't even question it. But for me, (laughs) I was like freaking out about it. But it could have been better to say What about his something. shit schedule? I, I, I'm sure. I'm sure it was after I left. Whenever he made his shit schedule, Ceratic. but the whole thing is, is that there's There's crap. things that we do <laughs> that are our own stuff worth thinking video. about. It that they don't know.
3: There was some video. I think we made fun of it on Chelsea lately or something. But there was this girl that would jog and take oh, a the... shit
1: behind like a garbage <laughs> can, and
3: this woman kept. And I'm like, clearly this is a girl routine. who's got a is, you know, fresh in the relationship and needs to shit in the morning. Oh and it's so weird about shitting with her boyfriend. Yeah. Like and I always I remember one time, like, I did take a big shit somewhere. I can't remember I was dating somebody. Humble brag. And it Didn't it didn't <laughs> I don't mean to brag. No, that's a bra. I'm extremely I'm extremely regular. That is the truth. Instagram. No, check honestly. It out. That is the truth. <laughs>
1: Like I'm so. I've jealous. never
3: had to take a laxative. I've never had to do a colonic. <laughs> so jealous. Regular also and, and
1: beautiful. Also, husband
3: <laughs> doesn't need Viagra. Need 51. I don't need lube. Still getting it on. <laughs> I don't know how. God bless me with these things. But anyway. So I don't. I, can't, I just remember, like for a minute, like it didn't like flush. <laughs> and I was like, Am I gonna have to grab this piece of? Shit? <laughs> wrap it up in a piece of paper and yeah. like put it in my purse <laughs> there was a t- to get the hell out of there did you hear
0: about there this was a something. tweet thing from like a year ago i think i actually brought it up on the show but the girl did exactly that Ew. the toilet wouldn't flush she put the she was texting her sister yeah. oh my god what do i do and like so the, the whole exchange she basically posted on twitter or something oh and my she god. Just took, took the like to shit, rabbit wrapped it up put it in her purse then they no. went out like made out with him again or something Ew. yeah, yeah.
1: Anyway, the point of this conversation is that we're all regular here, which is very nice for everybody. Um, And also that sometimes (laughs) truths are difficult to share when you like somebody and you fear that what you're going to do is going to make them not like you as much. And this happens in the beginning stages of relationships. It's in dating. It's even in later on. I, I still have times in my relationship i've been with my husband for 12 years now or something i don't even remember but um (laughs) where we are arguing and there's certain points where i say i can't say this out loud he he may he may not like me for this. And then right. now I'll say I'll say it eventually, but it's uncomfortable for me. So I can't even imagine earlier on in a relationship, if you continue to do these things where you don't say your needs, you don't say your wants, you don't really express yourself, and it continues to build, and you don't have those moments of open and honest communication, how you can become very distant from that person and resentful towards that.
0: Well, it's person. funny because
3: you're talking about your marriage, just getting married. I just looked at my wedding video. I've been married 16 years. I just looked at it recently. And we'd only dated like um, a year. We met in January, and we got married the following May. So we'd only been dating together like a year and a half. And I'm looking at me so excited as we're like at the altar. And I go, (laughs) I... Did not know you at all. It freaked me That's out crazy. to look at myself and I'm like, I knew nothing about you. Mm-hmm. Like, it's crazy yeah. how much more I know.
1: Yeah. That you and chose to partner up with a person that you don't really know.
3: Really? Mm-hmm. You really I mean, I really and even my son goes, Yeah, I talked to some people at school and like you and dad like probably dated the least amount of time mm-hmm. of anybody. That got married. And I go, Well what do you think? And he's like, I think you should have given it more time. I'm like, Well, do you think that I... <laughs> you
0: know, you explored your options? <laughs> I go, Do you think what I made, else is out I go,
3: there? I you think I made the wrong decision? He's like, I think you still would have ended up together, but I just think it was a little rushed. And I was like, Yeah, you're probably right. I mean, I don't know. I just was like, you know, let's go. But yeah. and then so yeah, it's it's interesting how much you get to know somebody, but you're still learning. You're still learning. Yeah. You're still figuring out like how can I avoid? And then sometimes I'll think about like, I know I shouldn't do this thing, and then I'll do it anyway, and then a huge fight yeah. comes, and I'm like, why? why
1: did I do that? Did you
3: listen? You should know by year 16 that not to do this.
1: Yeah.
3: And then I have to, you know, try to put it back. So. Yeah,
1: it's, it's all challenging. It's, and but it, and that, it just
3: changes. I mean you yeah. change, he changes, you change, but like yeah, we don't go to therapy. Do you, uh, you, think have you have should? A You seem like you have
0: a healthy relationship. Do you think you should I go feel to therapy? Like you no, put I'm an- afraid to go to therapy. I'm I I'm gonna be honest about
3: I'm gonna say the thing nobody has really says about therapy. The reason okay, first of all, we did go three times when my son was like one. And uh then for a long time I could just threaten it. Like I could just go, you're being a dick and we're going to go to therapy. And then there were times that I (laughs) really thought I needed it. And I had, you know, I'd share stuff with like one friend and my sister and they'd be like, I think you need to go to therapy. I'm like, I know. And I'm always, and I'd imagine whoever this therapist is going to be, a twice divorced 50 year old woman. What am I going to get? I don't know. Is going to sit there and would she be on my side? Would she be on his side? Or, you know, how would we explain it? Blah, blah, blah. And I had this one friend tell me and just goes, well, be ready because they may not be on your side and something might really come out that you can't yeah. get back on here. Yeah. And then I was like, what if I find out that he really kind of hates me and he hates that I talk about him in my act and stuff. Then what do we do? Cause it's pretty much my career. And you need like, more therapy. I, <laughs> like, he's pretty much my muse. Like I'm kind of screwed. <laughs> yeah. Sort of my brand is staying married. <laughs> so I was like, um, what if like,
2: this is hypothetical. And I don't know you as well, so I'm just assuming. But what if, like, you did that, and you did find out exactly that, and that forced you to write about something you've never written about before, and that was the next... that You got, like, Like a whole love. Oh,
3: my God, like, I get divorced and then become a lesbian after? Well, I mean, that's pretty drastic, but now you start writing (laughs) about, like... Look at the options. (laughs) Look at all these storylines that are already coming to fruition. But then... But now it's like we're in a good place again. So it's like I Mm -hmm. go through these ways where I think I want it. We've never gotten into it but i just and then i think about oh my god how are you gonna block the time from three to four on a tuesday and like then you're fighting about making that thing and i do believe people need it and it can be good but i also believe like is it sort of like a wound is opening and instead of just like letting it heal you're freaking digging into it and then then
1: it's getting more infected and then it, have, depend, it depends on what therapist you see. It depends. You have to choose the right person to, to assist
3: you. I guess I feel if I don't feel well. like I totally need it, maybe don't go down that road.
0: Yeah. Like, it's like don't open that can of worms. Yeah, I mean, if
3: he was
1: asking, I would go. Right. But now if you're dragging someone that doesn't want to go. If there's things that are going on in your relationship, there's things that you want to work on, but all you have to know is that you might go in there and that... Other person may not be open to working on those things the same way yeah. that you are. So that's that's the I mean at this time I don't want to work
3: challenged. on it. at this time we're in a good place, but there was a time where I was like, this sucks. And then I sort of I sort of prayed for um like a career change for him. I just was like, he needs to find a career change. And then it kind of came to fruition and now we're in like a better place. Mm-hmm. But had I got into that meeting, that could have been sort of um but
1: it's interesting hurting that, his
3: masculinity or something. You know what I mean? But it's I interesting
1: know, so that it's, you, you go to that direction because you don't actually know the truth. It could have been wonderful for you, and she could have been on his side, and she could have said like wonderful things for him that motivate. You, yeah. You, oh you yeah. Have no, absolutely no idea. I, 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 I was saying before, my husband but what, and I have been to multiple therapists. What if I got a therapist that
3: was like, I think the problem is is that Heather's just exposing too much about your lives,
2: and I'm like, mm, that's my but hour. That, well, <laughs> that? that means that you think that, doesn't it? If that's no, what you're I projecting don't think on the therapy?
3: Because he's so okay with everything, but people are always asking me, I can't believe he's so okay with it. I can't believe he's so alright with it. So then I was like, What if we went? Mm-hmm. No, I do believe he's okay with it. But yeah. I had this little thing, like, what if I push for this and then that's the thing that comes out?
1: Right.
0: But that doesn't mean you can't and that's fix like it like once it's a
1: well,
3: right. no, it doesn't
0: mean you have to change I'm, it. I'm in your camp. I would rather not know. I would rather just... <laughs> I like to live in the dark. I, know. So I you like know, to live ignorantly. It I think makes that's it easier. Sort of
3: being, I mean, that's just my truth. Like, I don't, I don't necessarily think it's the right truth. I mean, I think everybody is always like, therapy, therapy, therapy. And I'm like, it's kind of bold that I'm being honest and being like, we don't go. Like, we haven't gone, you know? Like, and I'm kind of envious of couples that do. I've had couples that went for one period of time and and have never been back like it really fixed their thing or yeah. there was a little bit of a indiscretion on someone's side that they needed to clear up and it's really been great for the last decade but um yeah and then there's other people that 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 is the thing that pushed them to the edge to like go their separate Well, way. with my yeah. ex
0: but that I, marnie oh, would suggest yeah, therapy and i just thought well if we need therapy we should just break up that was well, my, not, well, which being, is well, not true well
3: not but, being married and not having kids I do feel like uh, yeah, so I know people money? do yeah. go yeah. to therapy when they're just couples, but I kind of feel like, listen, honey, yeah, if you need you therapy before yet. you've even had a kid or gotten yeah. married, See, I, call I don't, it a I day. don't agree you
2: have with that. You have friends; they all hate him. No. <laughs> you should be together. <laughs> I don't. I don't actually agree with
1: that. And I'll, I'll tell you because my husband and I did go to therapy before we were married. We were together for a long period of time, and he had things to work out. I had things to work out. We had communication issues. Um, and the thing is at the end of the day, we really enjoyed each other. A lot of our values were very aligned and like what you were saying, but with you those are couples, like a therapist. So I can, I, see, but that's even worse then because then I'm no, like coaching but I, my husband,
3: but I can see why that is something that you, that is part
1: of your, it's important MO, like, to like you. it's part of your life it's not part like, of his at all and he was super responsive to it and it really helped us. Either because the therapist No, I believe it. It can. Yeah. You know,
3: like I totally but like I didn't really want it. He certainly didn't want it.
1: Well, that, that's your choice.
3: I like, think my friend that I was talking her ear off would have liked it since so she wasn't like getting paid. But <laughs> the same Carol's
2: thing gonna love that we're with doing like this.
1: eating certain foods. Like I'm not going to force chocolate down your throat if you don't like chocolate. Like if you just say like therapy is not for me, we have other ways of dealing with these yeah. things and like that's the, that's the outlet that I choose. That's great. But if you're like, therapy could work, but I'm really
3: scared because it's, something might I come out. I remember I had this roommate that's that was dating story. a guy, and she, I think she's like a trust fund kid or something. Anyway, yeah. she went to her therapist, then he went to his therapist. Then they had therapy together.
1: Yeah.
3: And I was like, so you're spending, what, like 400 a week on therapy? I'm like, that's crazy. You guys could go on like a killer weekend every weekend. People. Yeah, and have a great <laughs> but time, airport, and have great no, dinners, and have great sex, and, still and there, then
1: you're not going to enjoy that weekend
0: because there's still something there's that's itching away at you. But that's- I just like going to therapy because that was a time I could bitch about the person. <laughs> now I'm like, oh, now I have to be like, I mean, I can be honest, but not as honest. Like with the personal one-on-one therapy, it's like me and the therapist, and I'm like, this venting. asshole. Yeah, I'm venting, and now all of a sudden I have to be more like
2: aware. Like and- and, yeah. And but like- then if you're not honest in therapy, what the fuck is it doing?
3: Wait, are you being honest in therapy or not? No, you're, you're not. with her boyfriend, she not Oh, but you're not telling you're- when it go okay, together. So the
0: current guy that
3: you're dating... You're not sharing. Obviously.
0: I'm not really dating. I mean, I'm seeing someone kind of, but I'm not really dating anybody. Right. But I'm saying with my ex, like I would go to therapy and I would vent about him to my therapist.
3: Alone. Just Alone. You and yourself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, and then if
0: it. I had to bring him along, I'd be like, oh, this is no fun. I have to like be semi nice and reasonable now. And PC oh. and like not say, yeah, well, that that's PC. not the point of yeah. it.
1: It's supposed to be a free space to say all these things. and now, somebody you keep can help it, you. How long have you been
3: broken
2: up for?
0: Uh, since July. And do you still keep in touch? No.
2: Do you follow all the his that? His birthday was yesterday. I did send like him that? a birthday
0: wish. Nope. Um, so you texted him, happy birthday? Emailed. And I just said, hope you're having a good birthday.
3: And what did he write back?
0: Uh, he did not. He's got a new girlfriend.
2: So what did she write back?
0: She wrote, Bitch, <laughs> stay it, away from man. my
1: man. And we're going to wrap up the show because you have to be out of here by five <laughs> yeah. o'clock. But thank you so much for coming thank on to the show. Thank you. This was so fun. So, so much fun to, so
0: to say. So
1: please tell people where to find out information. So about
3: you. my podcast, which I love doing, is called Juicy Scoop with Heather McDonald. And we talk about anything juicy in the news, murders, uh, celebrities breaking. do <laughs> you go
1: to first? Murder, murders. Uh, there's
3: some juicy kidnappings. That's um, all I watch
0: Like in the news, anything yeah. I watch on TV is just like, like I love Nancy Grace. Oh, love Nancy. Oh, Tons I, of kidnaps. Yes. I, I I like fingers crossed for another kidnapping. Oh you know no, I mean? don't say that. That
1: breaks me. But out. it's like you
0: know, it's, right? No, it's I love
3: all. So I, yeah, but if any, yeah, anything that's that like way. fun, just going on, like get into it, and um, yeah. So. Listen Listen to it. it. It's on, um, you can, of course, listen for free and subscribe. You can go back to listen to all of them on iTunes and uh, Stitcher on Android and follow me and go to my live shows, Net, at HeatherMcDowell, you know, Twitter, Instagram, the whole shebang. Perfect. Thank
2: you.
1: Mike. Uh,
2: Just Mike Felzone everywhere, spelled like it sounds. Twitter and all the. Everything. Just Google it. All the shit comes up Well you just said
0: I, it's how it's spelled, but when you said like, fail zone, I just it? pictured like a fail zone, like F so, oh, no, A so I L. Oh zone. So it's fee, F sorry, F A L Z O N E, right? Yes, no. I knew it was Calzone, fail Zone, but like yeah. for a reason I just pictured something failing. Fail, I don't know. This, what about
2: me gave off the fail zone? I need to know. The B uh, uh, Little
1: <laughs> awesome. awesome. It's the fail New episodes of Ask Women come out every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific. You guys are wonderful and awesome. Without you, we could not continue doing this show. We're three years Actually, without me, we couldn't continue. That is true. I would quit. Mm -hmm. But you guys are awesome. We'll see you next week. Thanks.